0: All right, first and foremost, we always rise and
1: give the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God, Allah. We extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner, to the prophet, our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for our prophet. We extend honors to all up Sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moors divine and national movement. We extend honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet, and that is our brother, Emili Il. And we also extend honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik and Grand Council of the Moorish Science Temple of America and honors to all the faithful Muslims
0: here on this call. Islam. All right, let us read the divine constitution and bylaws.
1: Salvation Allah, Unity, the Morris Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws. Act 1, the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce laws with the assistance of the Prophet and the Grand Body of the Morris Science Temple of America. The Assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Morris Science Temple of America. Act two, all meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh and on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Science Temple of America. No members to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because a lie is love. Act four. All members must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are a part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act five. This organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, Black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Drew Ali the prophet to redeem his people from their simple ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become a part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Noble Drew Ali, founder. Moorish American prayer Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation by night and by day, through his holy prophet Drew Ali, amen. The Morris Science Temple of America, Home Office of Noble Drew Ali, Home Office, Chicago, Illinois, U.S.A. Islam. All right, Brother Kobe, would you please read our writs?
2: Islam, Grand Sheik, I rise and give perfect praise to our great God, Allah, I rise and give honors to our prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Rise and give honor to the forerunner Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Rise and give honor to all masses on the call and all monsters on the planet. To the members of the more Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instruction from your prophet, Noble Jew Ali. be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed Then you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I, noble Juali. And that's why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see. Ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Morris, and every evil spirit is moving. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the one that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet noble Jew Prophet wants all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards to Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez and returns to the state where I, the prophet, found This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Nahujiwali, and the prophet is not right. The temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Most Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their simple ways. Peace, Nahujiwali. to be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful moors among you all and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth, this is the only sole foundation that all Ajax must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present, so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the Prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, noble Juwali, Islam, Islam. Islam is.
1: Islam
0: and gratitude, brother. Sister LaShael, would you please read the additional laws? Islam. Rise and give our praise to the great Father God Allah, honors
3: to the Prophet, the Holy Prophet Nobu and honors to the forerunner Marcus Mosiah Garvey, and honors to all Muslims all over the world. Questionary and additional laws for Moorish Americans by the prophet Nobujiwali. Act one, grand sheikhs and governors and heads of all temple, all business. He said temple must be approved by the prophet Nobujiwali before acted upon by any members, let it be finance, property or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance ETC that will cause the support of any group of members any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the profit or the grand sheep. Act two, all members are to attend their ad debt meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case. And on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me and save the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she, according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And if the teacher confirms must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who was able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guidance of the nation. Act six, with us all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folk, black people or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained Noble Juali the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Morabites who inhabited the Northwestern and Southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind, pure with love, and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Nobu Ali, through the guidance of his father, God, Allah, Islam. Peace and love.
0: All
1: right, gratitude, sister. Islam, uh, Brother Seymour Bey, would you please read our divine warning?
4: Islam, Grand Sheikh. First, I rise and give praise to the Most High, the Father of the universe, the great God, Allah. I give honors to our holy prophet, Noble Jali for bringing us our divine creed and nationality. I also give honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother, Marcus Garvey, for paving the way. Uh, honors to all the members of the Morris Ninth Temple of America, And to all you faithful Muslims on the call, peace and blessings. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens cared to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and principles that dilute to slavery. I the prophet was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind to their forefathers divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution That was prepared for all free national beings they are to claim their own free national name and religion there is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth and it comes only through the connection of the moorish divine and national movement which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world and through it they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know law, in the city hall, and among the officials in your government, and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is the free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I'm hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike and all other governments. When a man is born and raised there and asked for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and the South in unity placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there was no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there is but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements. And then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come, because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save us from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government, being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way. Mm-hmm. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin, And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically ETC. In their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of actions. And their their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they have fought the southerner for all these great misuses, but I have traveled in the South and I have examined the conditions there. And it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I am hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the Prophet, Islam, Islam, Islamism.
1: All right, Islamism, brother and gratitude, gratitude. Um yes, Islam Moors. Uh today we will be going over lessons uh or excuse me keys 51 through 60 in our Quran questionnaire. Also, we want to welcome our sister Sister Asia Shabaz L or Sister Asia Shabaz L Bay islam um this sister joined uh recently proclaimed her nationality and she's on the call right right now we'd like to give her a warm welcome peace and love sister and congratulations
3: islam says
1: welcome
4: islam sister welcome
1: thank you very much islam sister so it's a pleasure to have you on the call um what we do every sunday we go over our quran questionnaire and, um we we discuss the questions we don't just read them and just memorize them we like to to um, go in depth on what's really being shared with us in these keys and then we just open up the floor to questions in general so even if you have questions not in relation to these um the questionnaire we ask just that you hold those until after we go over the questionnaire all right and uh, we're gonna have we're gonna go ahead and start now we like to keep our meetings timely we start at seven. And um, let's go ahead
0: and get started. See, uh, hang on one second Morris. So let's see if we can get this up on the screen for those that don't have the questionnaire.
1: Okay, so first um, I'm just gonna go through the questions. And please read along with me, whether you're reading it in your head or reading it out loud, and then we're gonna go back over, okay?
0: Hang on a second. All right, Islam. Uh, Question 51, what have you to say about the holy breath.
1: All we can say is it is great, it is good, it was, it is, and evermore to be, amen. And what place on earth was the physical part of man formed? In the Garden of Eden. Question 53, where is the Garden of Eden? In the land of Canaan, in the city of Mecca, 54. What is the modern name for the Garden of Eden? Mecca. Okay, question 55. What is the name of the first physical man? His name cannot be used only by executive rulers of the AC of the MST of A. What are the words of AC of the MST of A? Adept Chamber of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Third Heaven. 57.
0: Who were Adam and Eve? Islam, they are the fathers,
1: excuse me, they are the mothers and fathers of the human family, Asiatics and Muslims. 58, where did they go? They went into Asia. What is the modern name given to their children? Asiatics. Who is guarding the holy city of Mecca to keep the unbelievers away?
0: Angels. Islam. And let's go ahead and go back up to 51. All right.
1: Okay, so question 51, saying, what have you to say about the holy breath? All we can say is, it is great. It is good. It was, it is. It was, it is, and evermore to be. Amen. So we can tell from this, it, it was, it is, and evermore to be. So that it's, it's not finite. It's not physical, right? Because we know the physical is, is finite. It has a beginning and an end it's limited to to this physical experience all right so holy breath um doesn't have a beginning and an end it's evermore to be so this is insinuating the holy breath is spiritual or of that spiritual realm all right and um we know as far as we're concerned with the holy breath concerning man this is connected this is this this is the spirit of allah it's spirit man. That's what we really are, right? We're spirit man, Allah and man. So that's, this is the same life principle that Allah uses to carry out all of his activities all, uh, across the universe. So it's not obviously, you know, just taking you or just taking me. It's not the totality of Allah, but it is a portion. It's the, it's the spirit it's unified with the law. And so if it's unified with the law, it's also unified with everything in existence. And this is why we have in our Quran that we're all connected by cords. Now it's saying this, and this may sound like, you know, it's just words, but this is literally cluing you in that we're all connected by cords. And this is how, right? This, This spirit that's in us, It's, it is, it was, and evermore to be. This is the thing that has no beginning or end. This is the thing that is always connected to man. I mean, to to Allah. And that's why in chapter three, it says in verse two, no man lives unto himself. For every living thing is bound by cords to every other living thing. OK, no man lives unto to himself. So it doesn't matter. If you're and of course, speaking, saying man is talking about all of us, man and woman. But it doesn't matter if you're by yourself. You could be in a prison cell. You could be in the middle of the desert. It doesn't matter. You're always connected. It says for every living thing is bound by cords to every other living thing. OK, and so this isn't just thrown out there as a, you know, as something poetic something that sounds nice, saying, yeah, we we literally are, spiritually, okay, so this is what the, as far as we're concerned, this is the holy breath, this is the spirit of Allah in us, and it connects us to everything, all right, we're going to come back to that in a bit, but um, also, if you go into the same Quran, talking about the holy Quran at the more science temple of america you go to chapter 10 verse 5 it says by the sweet breath of allah all life is bound in one okay by the sweet breath of allah all life is bound in one this is the spirit of allah that's spirit man or if it's you know an animal or something it's spirit cheetah or whatever they are you know but that's that's allah in the form of a cheetah okay and then as far as we're concerned it's spirit man and so we're all connected the holy breath never had a beginning and it will never have an end time was when it was time never was when it was not all right so yeah it's great and good in all all aspects and that's why you have the word amen at the end just
0: um it's it's expressing conviction this is true. Truth is art.
1: So, um, this is the holy breath in us. Remember, bound by cords, we're bound by cords, and that's in the Quran more than once for a reason. Right, by the sweet breath of Allah, all life is bound in one. So, even people that don't get along with everything, even on other planets, other dimensions, we're all connected. So going on to fifty-two, at what place on Earth was the physical part of man formed in the Garden of Eden? All right. So in going back to chapter one in the, the Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, we know that man is not the body or the soul, but man is a spirit and a part of Allah. So this is this is making that distinction. Is, is separating man from, from the, the, the meat suit that we use, the body, the vehicle, the vessel. Man is not the vessel. You're not, not the mortal. You're not the physical person that you appear to be. You're a spiritual being with immense power and also have the ability to tap into God-like knowledge. We are connected we are bound to everything. So you're not to be confused with the body. Just like if you're riding a bicycle, you're not to be confused with the the vehicle that you're using. Flying a plane, you're not supposed to be confused with that plane. It's a vehicle, you need it to fly. So it's the body's the same way. It's a vehicle that allows us to gather experiences on this plane of existence where the vibratory rate is so slow that we're physical, dense, for the physical, dense reality. So it's making that distinction where the physical part of man was formed. All right. That also means that at one point in time, we weren't purely physical beings. Okay. And it's saying in the Garden of Eden. When we look up, um, look in the metaphysical uh, Bible dictionary by Charles Fillmore, when you look up Garden of Eden, it says, represents a region of being in which are provided all primal ideas for the production of the beautiful, the elemental life and intelligence placed at the disposal of man through which he is to evolve. And it's saying man's body temple is the outer expression of the Garden of Eden. God gave it to man to dress it and to keep it. That's in Genesis, two uh, verse fifteen. Man's primary work in the earthly consciousness is to use his creative power to preserve harmony and order in his world and to conserve his powers for divine direction. Okay, so we're we're speaking about something here. This is this is where the the spiritual is taking on a physical form. Okay. And then it says also, at what place on earth was the physical part of man formed? In that same um, metaphysical Bible dictionary, you're looking at earth. What is earth speaking about? The earth represents the consciousness of the physical body. So let's know what it's really saying here, right? At what place on earth? The earth represents the consciousness of the physical body. So we're speaking about the same thing here when it's saying the earth and in the Garden of Eden, this is where the consciousness, all this stuff was formed, okay? Also later on when it's speaking about Asia, Asiatics, right? Uh, we'll get to that though. Where is the Garden of Eden? In the land of Canaan, in the city of Mecca. So on one aspect, you're, you're getting actual locations on the earth, physical locations. But then we're also looking at it from a spiritual point of view and seeing it is not just talking about physical locations, okay, because Canaan is referred to as the land of milk and honey. Actually, on more than one occasion in the Bible, Canaan is called the land of milk and honey. All right, so the pineal gland inside of our brain, right, there's a tiny eye like uh, a You know, a a gland that functions, it has the same functions as an eye, right? And um, it secretes two chemicals called serotonin and melatonin. And guess what colors they are? Melatonin is white like milk. And then serotonin is yellow or golden like honey. Okay, so... The metaphysical meaning of the land of milk and honey is literally speaking about the pineal gland. Not so much the physical place. So you have a physical place on earth, but then we're also talking about this is where man was formed. This is where spirit incarnated in the physical body to operate this machine that we use. Most of us get confused with and think that this is all you are, the body. But this is where the physical form. The the pineal gland is also called the seed of Allah or the seed of God, the throne of God. Okay, so it's telling you Canaan. Okay, Canaan, that's the pineal gland, land of milk and honey. Um,
0: let me show you
1: Right, so yeah, from a physical perspective, not discounting this because as above, so below. So it's in the region they call the Middle East today, right? This is what Canaan would have been speaking about. And that would be present day Israel, the West Bank, Gaza, most of Jordan, right? Jordan's amazing. Never been there, but have all these ruins there that are built into the size of mountains built out of stone. It says Joshua, okay, this is in Numbers uh, Chapter 13, verse 27 to 32. Joshua, who was sent by Moses more than 3,000 years ago to spy on the land of Canaan before the Jews could enter, reported that the land floweth with milk and honey. Okay? So the land of milk and honey. So yeah, physically, it's in this area, but it's also speaking about the pineal gland. This is where spirit man incarnated within you. This is also why I say... um, one thing that we should do, should try. As an exercise, we should try to open our third eyes. You know, cons- fit um um, to do it consciously,
0: right? Because your third eye opens every night while you're dreaming, while you're asleep. Oh, wow. Islam wars. I did not realize I was on mute. So um,
1: um, I was sharing that Bible verse where it's saying the Canaan is the land of milk and honey. Just, just reiterating that this is um, speaking about the physical re- uh, place, the actual physical place on earth, but also speaking about the pineal gland. This is where spirit man, Allah, the holy breath, this is where spirit incarnated in the body to operate this machine, this body. So you are not just the body. The body is something that we use. A lot of times we get confused thinking the body is us, but that's just a portion. So spirit is in the pineal or incarnated in the pineal to operate this machinery. And so this is what it's saying. All right. And um, I was saying, too, that this is why as, as more we should practice opening our third eye consciously because it opens every night. It opens every night when you go to sleep. When you're in REM sleep, that's rapid eye movement sleep. So when you're in deep sleep and you're dreaming, your third eye is wide open. And we're speaking, when I say third eye, once again, we're talking about the pineal gland. And that's how come you have a dream, you want to go somewhere, you just get there. Why? Because you're moving at the speed of thought where you're not limited by gravity and things of that nature, right? You're able to just get there or to float there to move quicker, right? And so your your pineal gland is wide open. And um, this is where it's saying up here at the beginning, where it's saying, what have you to say about the holy breath? All we can say is it is good, excuse me, it is good, it was, it is, and evermore to be. So this is spirit, man, spirit in you. And once again, when we were talking about the spirit, just to reiterate um, some examples, it lets us know, at least twice in the Quran that spirit is connected to everything. And it's in us, right? Remember that, chapter 10, verse 5, it says, by the sweet breath of Allah, all life is bound in one. So you're connected to everything. Um, and then that's also in, in chapter 3, in the Quran. Verse two, no man lives unto himself for every living thing is bound by cords to every other living thing. And so these aren't just words. So one thing I would would advise everyone to do would be to practice opening your third eye. An easier kind of practice to do would be to um, set the intent before you go to sleep. And this isn't something to stress about. You know, it needs to be easy and and workable but um before you go to sleep set the intent to open your third eye and when you tell yourself to do it you know um what what hopefully will happen is you will wake up in the middle of the night while your third eye is open and instead of going back to sleep you just tell it to open all right and that's when you know all of this stuff is true when it's saying that you're bound by cords to every living thing that's when you know it's true all right you can also do this with meditation but this is how you you um you can connect consciously and know that these things aren't just words these aren't just sayings this isn't just being told to you this is real and you can consciously experience this what it's talking about even when it's um saying that that you have a, a portion of you that's not limited that has access to you know, untold capabilities. This is one of the ways you can tap in. So when it's saying, um, where's the Garden of Eden? In the land of Canaan, in the city of Mecca. And we're looking at the, the um, metaphysical meaning of Garden of Eden. We're not just talking about a place. We're talking about man's body's um, body temple. That's the outer consciousness, right? This, this, is, the, um, this is where our, our um, spirit came into the physical all right? And so we're talking about something a little deeper, and that region, okay, isn't necessarily just speaking about that region in the Middle East, it's also speaking about inside of the brain, the pineal gland, okay? So now it's saying, what is the modern name for the Garden of Eden? Mecca. And this is, once again, um, reiterated, the area, right, which I guess you would say was a present day Iraq speaking about it from a physical
0: perspective. Um, Moving on to 55. What is the name of the first physical man? His name cannot be used only
1: by executive rulers. Of the Eight Up Chamber of the more Science Temple of America, Third Heaven. Okay, so this is also insinuating that even in this day and age, where everything's online, there's still a lot of things that aren't online. There's still knowledge and information that's only passed down by word, and it's only given to to or or shared with people who who have who have shown or who are at least working towards mastery over their lower self, right? And the reason being would be that we, we literally have more power than we even understand, okay? When it says in the Quran, in Surah 2, Ayah 30, when Allah is telling the angels that he, is, he, um, he set man up to be the, his vice regent on earth, his Lord on earth, and even the angels had to bow down to man, right, once again, these weren't just empty words, this is the station that we have, and the power that we have, so there's still information and and understanding that's only passed down by word, it's not online, right, you still can't find everything online, Um, what the prophet was doing, right, with the way that he's giving us this information, Um, When you look at the Quran, the whole Quran at the Morris Science Temple of America, and you see how it's written, the, thou, the language, same way the Bible's written, this is how the ancients spoke, going all the way back to Egypt, right? And so it's done this way on purpose. We have to exercise patience and understanding to gain in, um, insight from this, we can't just give up, right? So it's it's done this way on on purpose to make sure that you can handle the power that comes with this understanding and with the application of this understanding. So there's still there's still some things that are only given down, only passed down by word, right? It's not online for the most part. That's what this is saying, okay? And then when it's going on to 57, who were Adam and Eve? And it's saying they are the mothers and fathers of the human family, Asiatics and Muslims. And it's, it's obvious here, It's saying mothers and fathers, plural. Right, so we know that it's not talking about a man and a woman, you know, two individuals. Right, it's speaking about a whole group of people. Okay, an entire group of people or um, generation of people, generations, right? They are the mothers and fathers of the human family, Asiatics and Muslims. All right. And then where did they go? They went into Asia. What is the modern name given to their children? Asiatics. So we're speaking about the first people who began to have this thing that we now call the ego, the lower self. All right. There was a point where our vibratory rate was so high. We weren't purely physical beings and we didn't have a carnal nature. All right. And so when it's saying, um, where did they go? They went into Asia, right? This is why we call ourselves Asiatics, right? What is the modern name given to their children? Asiatics. Okay. So when it's saying that it's speaking about the physical world, Asia, right? Looking at that from the, kabbalah perspective asia is the last of the four spiritual worlds okay and then you you have like you can't really see this on here it's from wikipedia though you can go look up asia on wikipedia okay and you'll see that it's literally earth the physical realm okay you can see that better on here so we're asiatics because we're the first physical beings
0: and then came everyone else you know out of us or through us okay but at one point like our ancestors didn't even have this
1: higher and lower self it was just higher self or just in unison always in unison with the higher self so this is speaking about how we came about in the situation where we're in now okay Physical beings, or at least what we think we're physical beings, okay, also this is why this is why we call ourselves Asiatics, or why we say that you know that's our race, you know or you actually you, you really there's there's one race, the human race, within there's subgroups, right but we we would call ourselves Asiatics because we have this understanding. We know how far back we go, all right. And so when it's saying Asiatics, it's not nec- just speaking about the region um, in the Middle East, because at one point in time, that would have been called Asia or Asia Minor. Now, it's going even deeper than that. It's talking about this world, the earth. Okay. And then who is guarding the holy city of Mecca to keep the unbelievers away? Angels. Um, to really understand this, we have to go back in the 1920s to see who was in that region. Uh, we know the uh, King Saud who wound up conquering that region. That's why it's called Saudi Arabia to this day, right? For a long time, you couldn't even visit that, that region unless you were a Muslim, right? And especially actually going into Mecca, Nobody was allowed to enter unless they were Muslims, point blank. And um, he unified all of the tribes under Islam, right? And they held it down, not saying that they were perfect, but this is for the most part what this is talking about in question 60, speaking about the people who were actually there in the prophet's time, um, protecting it, protecting the holy city of Mecca from the unbelievers. All right, and that was, that's the Sultan who was actually in the front of the Quran, Abdul Aziz ibn Saud, and that's why it's called Saudi Arabia to this day. Islam, um, does anybody have
0: any questions or anything, any insight you would like to share? Okay, if not,
1: oh, yeah, okay, I see you, Sister Islam. I yield the floor.
0: Islam, first and foremost, I like
5: to rise and give perfect praise to our Father God, Allah. Honest to his prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Honest to everything Moorish and all you Muslims in attendance. Um, this was beautiful demonstration. Thank you, brother, for breaking these keys down. Um, while you was going through them, I was looking some stuff up because a couple of the keys was reaching out to me for resonating with me in a, a different vibration. And so I wanted to kind of quickly dig a little deeper to get a deeper understanding. Um, so I'm gonna just share some of my notes, if that's okay. Because when I um, when I think of the holy breath, I see like, um, it is the all, right? The holy breath is everything in totality is is the all. And I am part of the I am, right? I'm, I'm part of the all, I am part of the all, the everything. So like when we meditate, we can quiet our flesh and our minds so that we can reconnect to the all, to the everything. And then we get to the mothers and fathers that came before us, which is our ancestors, right? So when we do that, we can go to these keys, right? And we can look at like, for example, key 58. It says that Adam and Eve went to Asian. And then it says that we are the Asiatic. So instead of looking at it on a physical perspective, I thought on a spiritual level, right? Because it's like, they went into us, right? Because our ancestors are are a part of who we are. So they they went into us. And that's why, like, we honor our ancestors, or we're supposed to. And when we started becoming Christians or whatever, we lost that connection to who we are. And that's why this information is linking us back to the knowledge itself and the prophet said to study self right so that we can understand who we are so that we can start loving ourself again because it's all part of who we are because when man was formed in flesh and materialized on a friday right we are also part of that same flesh because we we are still here right now and when i um Went ahead and looked up like the ancient names for Adam and Eve. Like we we break down Eve, it's it's Hebrew, you know. It, it goes from Latin to Hebrew, and then it's Shavah or Havah, and it means to breathe and to live, right? So Adam and Eve is like like the Elohim, the parts of the spirit that had to come together. To slow down the vibrations of the all so that we could be manifested in flesh, right? Because um, in our Quran, it said that our the ethers had to slow down, right? We had to become sluggish at will so that we could be manifested here in this 3D realm, you know, as, as gods. So we had to slow ourselves down so that we could be here. Living like we live, and so those keys, like they, so deep because it's, it's really explaining how Adam and Eve was not like you said, like not in the physical form. Well, before the descendants, right? We the descendants, we're here physically, but before that, it was it was all spiritual. So had to slow down and then come into Asia, which is the body, right? The temple. And then we were we were able to be created as we are today, Islam. So I think it is it's deep and it's dope. And you know, every time we go over these keys, I go deeper and deeper. And it's a beautiful thing because like that's what we're here for, to learn. And you know, to get the meaning is and everybody's meaning might not be the same, you know, because we're all on different levels of understanding. But when we do this together, we could definitely catch, like, um, we could raise the ethers and have deeper understanding to what we're lit. We're learning, Islam. I the floor,
1: Islam, sister. Gratitude and yeah, gratitude for sharing that. Um, I'm glad you said that though, about Adam. I wanted to read this real briefly this is also in the uh metaphysical bible dictionary but um it just says that adam also represents the generic man or the whole human race epitomized in an individual man idea and eve is the feminine aspect of generic man outwardly manifest right male and female he created them um if the ego or will which is man as it did adhere to wisdom faithfully and has carried out in its work the plan that are idealized in wisdom, it has created harmonious consciousness. Adam in the Garden of Eden is symbolic of that consciousness, right? So um, just wanted to share that too. So this is, once again, you know, not speaking necessarily about the first people, speaking about the first man, is, you know, coming into consciousness with this lower self, with this, also with the um, thing that would at one point become an adversary, right? Because without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength. So this lower self, which would wind up becoming stronger and, and for most of us um, running the show, this is the, the first people that had this, this consciousness. As it says in here, if the ego or will, which is man, right? So um, this is when this came into being, right? Of having this higher and lower self, this is what it's speaking about. OK, and, and I'm sorry, I think like for the most part, this this whole section is speaking about um, not so much the places, not saying that the the physical places aren't important as well. Like, you know, the uh, in the Middle East, Mecca, these places not saying that's not important, but also this is telling us spiritually what happened. Right. Speaking about the holy breath being a lie in you and where it is and also where it's located, the pineal gland, Canaan right is the pineal gland the land of milk and honey okay and then it's consciousness that has a higher and lower self it has a spiritual purpose to overcome this this ego this lower self all of this is happening taking place and so it's explaining this all right and so just wanted you you know to hit on that that this is speaking about more than just
0: one thing and on that note i yield the floor does anyone else have any questions or anything they'd like to share okay um does anyone have any questions in general or just you know anything you would like to share before we close out i yield the floor okay if there are no questions I want to announce without
1: further ado. We're going into the closing of the meeting. Um, before we close out, I do just want to say to make sure you go to the website for our temple and create a free account on there. Um, I put the link in here. It's morishamericans.com So it's Moorish Americans with the S on it. And um
0: hang on. Okay, yeah, here we go. Um yeah, so it's Moorish Americans with the you
1: know, Moorish Mar- Americans with the S on it. Um I would advise everybody to go there especially our members go to, if you haven't already, um, where it says log in, you can create an account and just make a free account on there. And, um, we'll be using this website more in the future, but for right now, I'll just say everybody make an account. Uh, we have a forum on there, which, um, like I said, we'll be using that more in the future, but then you can go on here. And, um, also, uh, we have information on here, different resources, but I just have, um, when everybody make sure if you haven't done so already, go to the website making a free account. And then on that note, let's go ahead and close out. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Everyone who is able to please rise and face the east for the closing prayer. We always stand facing the east with our heels together at a 45 degree angle and holding up two fingers on the right and five fingers on the left facing the east and you do not need to repeat after me Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers divine creed and principles we ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim, amen Islam, Islam, Islamism peace and love more as this
0: meeting is now adjourned Islam Peace and love, Morris.